Hello, and welcome to the Gifted Life Podcast, where we have conversations about organ, tissue, and eye donation. I'm Lori Steele. Normally, Joey Boudreaux would chime in, but we have a treat for all of you. A couple of LSU go-getters will guest host this special edition. With that being said, I'd like to turn the reins over to Dominic McShen, Alex Noto, and Savannah Barbie. You'll learn why we wanted them to host a podcast, and you'll learn how they're helping us save more lives. You guys ready? We are ready. Ready. <laughs> you can do it. I'm Dominique. I'm Alex. And I'm Savannah. And we are members of Core Communications LSU, a student-run public relations firm. We have had the awesome opportunity to work with Lupa for the past few months, and we greatly appreciate you guys tuning in and spreading the word about organ, eye, and tissue donation. So today, we'll be telling you all a little bit more about our partnership between LSU and LOPA. You'll be hearing from our awesome professor, Dr. Jinx Broussard, as well as some other students who've worked with LOPA in the past. Not to mention some of the events that we've hosted over the past few months. All that and more coming up on The Gifted Life. We also want to remind you all to rate and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music. Really easy to find. And on Facebook. You can keep up to date on the Donate Life Louisiana page and also on Twitter and Instagram at Donate Life LA. We hope you choose to get involved today. It's easy and fun. All right, so now we'd like to take a short moment just to talk about some of the amazing things we have been able to do throughout the past few months. I remember when we first began our work with LOPA, we uh, had the awesome opportunity to start working with the Rabelais Run for Life. So kind of adding some promotional aspects, some marketing aspects, and really boosting and putting the name out there for the Rabelais Run. So everything from our social media campaigns to creating that new website and uh, soliciting runners for the race, that's been an amazing opportunity. And then actually being able to go out there and see everything come together and see kind all those marketing efforts and initiatives and play it was an amazing experience. And we even got to meet a lot of the donors, kind of hear their stories, and it really did ignite our passion for this cause. So next up, kind of something we did was a little bit of campus campaigning. So we posted up in the uh, LSU Free Speech Alley a couple times, just trying to um, get some donors, spread the word, and pass out some awesome Lopa prizes. We had a bunch of koozies, pom-poms, all that great stuff. Um, We even had a photo shoot at one of them. (laughs) And we also got to really go out on campus and visit a lot of different organizations. We got to meet with the Vietnamese Student Association, a couple of fraternities, sororities, and the Association of Black Communicators. So just kind of getting our peers out there and really telling them what we're passionate about and what we're working with with LOPA. Yeah, and kind of going off what Alex just said, we had two large events this semester. The first one was actually a tailgate at the LSU um, homecoming game against Western Kentucky, and despite the rainy weather, we were still able to have a really great time and spread the word about organ donation and even got a couple of sign-ups. There was lots of great food there. We had donors from walk-ons, the Velvet Cactus, as well as Dr. Jinx Broussard helped us out, and we'll get to talk to her a little bit later in the podcast. There was a DJ playing music, and lots of people around dancing have a really good time. And it was awesome because you got to not only, you know, share and people's stories and educate people, but you also got to make connections with them and really talk to them about what we were doing and what, you know, our goals were. 
And I guess you can see kind of a little trend we've got going here. Um, our group, we like to have good music and a good time and kind of celebrate life throughout our whole campaign. So our big event was the Beat Goes On Music Bingo Night. We hosted it over at Caliente Mexican Craving, which is in Baton Rouge. They were absolutely great. They let us have the whole restaurant for the night. We had an awesome DJ. We had DJ C-Mix, and we played a game of music bingo. So if y'all have never played that before, it's basically like normal bingo. But your card has, instead of numbers and letters, they have popular songs. Every time... Can I just step in here? Okay. I didn't know half the songs. Just going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I had fun. And I knew something. And that's why we had Shazam. You know? <laughs> yeah, so you can always use Shazam. <laughs> I noticed you told me that. Yes. <laughs> it was fun. It was a fair warning. <laughs> <laughs> so we were just kind of playing the songs. And every time you heard one of the songs on your card, if you knew the songs, Lori. Um, <laughs> I didn't then, win. I didn't win. Yes. <laughs> You got to mark it off, and once you get five in a row, you got bingo. We had a lot of great prizes that we got donated to us, and we had a really good time. We also had a social media contest to get the word out there. If people tweeted or Instagrammed using our hashtag, hashtag the beat goes on LSU, they were entered into our social media contest and could have won a prize that way. And then the last way that you could have won a prize is we had a donor exclusive raffle. So anybody who was already previously a donor or people that signed up that night got to get in the raffle for some of our bigger prizes. We had some Kendra Scott earrings. We had a Fitbit and a bunch of great gift cards as well. The event went absolutely great. We had more than 200 people in attendance, despite, again, we had a little bit of rainy weather. And we actually had a dance-off in the middle of the bingo game because two <laughs> of our people, um, they won at the same time, and the DJ decided, let's spice this up a little bit and let's have a dance-off. So it looks like we got about 12 registered donors that day. We were really excited about all of that. And we got to meet and hear a lot from the donor families, some recipients, and some students as well. And then while we were at our event, we had the awesome opportunity to connect with so many students that may not have known about organ donation and what LOPA does as well as some of the donor families and recipients. So here's some clips from some of the interviews that we were able to take throughout the fun and games throughout the night at our music bingo night. All right, we are out here right now with the Donate Life Music Bingo Night, and I have Savannah here with me. Savannah, tell us a little bit more about your story. Hey, everyone. I was born with a rare liver disease called biliary atresia, and that meant that I was sick off and on my whole entire life because I didn't have a common bile duct to drain out the toxins in my liver. But I had a liver transplant last year, May 31st, 2014, and without my um, donor's family saying yes to organ donation, I may not have been here today and starting college. That's awesome. Thank you so much. We're going to have a great time here. Hopefully, you're going to win some prizes tonight as well. All right. Thank you. All right. So right now, we are here with the Music Bingo Night. We have officially ended everything. We have our DJ for the night, DJ C-Mix here with us. DJ C-Mix, tell us a little bit more about how you feel about the night and how great the event was and kind of your take on everything for tonight. 
actually, I appreciate that everybody came out to support organ donors. I really love the fact that one person can be the defining factor between life and death, and that I encourage everybody to be organ donors. It actually encouraged me to tell my friends to be organ donors because I really like helping people, and this is one of the ways that somebody can help someone, you know, not doing, going out their way or actually having to spend money. This is something that could really be valuable because you could actually save the life of somebody's mother who can actually, you know, still be there for someone just by you being an organ donor. So I really appreciate everybody coming on. We have fun. We had a lot of food. It was a lot of prizes. And I think a lot of people gained a lot of information today from this event about organ donors who didn't know. So I really am glad to be a part of this organization. Seamix Production supports organ donors. That is awesome, y'all. Thank you so much for DJ C-Mix. He has been an awesome DJ. He sponsored our event for us. So we had an awesome event, and thank you so much, DJ C-Mix. Today we're going to be talking to Dr. Jinx Broussard. She's the PR area head for LSU and also our fearless leader in our class for our capstone um, as seniors. And she is just has been working with LOPA for the past couple years, has had a lot of wonderful memories. Can you tell us a little bit about what your experience has been like working with LOPA over the past few years? My experience has been phenomenal because not only have I been able to have a front row seat in witnessing how my students have progressed from being very nervous and anxious at the beginning of the semester to planning and implementing a campaign that enables LOPA to accomplish its goal. And, of course, we know the goal is to create awareness of the need for organ donation as well as to recruit organ donors. So it's it's been a phenomenal experience from the teaching standpoint and also from the community service and socially responsible standpoint. So just to touch on that, how much of a difference do you really think you see in this course, which is a service learning structured course, compared to um, just traditional course curriculum? Well, this course makes sure that students are able to really do public relations, as we say in the academy, to enact what they learn. So that's a major difference from the teaching standpoint. And from the service learning standpoint, students often have their eyes open about pressing community needs. And of course, the need for organ donors is certainly pressing. So these students not only learn how to plan and implement campaigns, they also get very much involved and invested in the nonprofits with which they work. And when you have a nonprofit such as LOPA and a fearless leader such as Lori Steele, the job is so much easier. That is why I go back every semester and I contact Lori. It's just a formality to say, would you like us to work with you again this semester? Because I know that she also grasps communications, public relations, and marrying those, those areas to the nonprofit sector in order to meet a great need. And I definitely think that's something that all of us as students can really vouch for, that we've gotten a lot more out of this class than we have in mm-hmm. just typical yes, classroom definitely. education. So like you said... Right. 
You've been going back to LOPA for the past couple years. What are some of the accomplishments of your past students that you're most proud of? Well, my students have gone on to do excellent things but um, after graduating, but even while students, for example, um, in 2014, my students won a National Awareness Award for the LOPA campaign, and that was from the Public Relations Society of America, won first place. Uh, this year, the students won second place. And so, you know, that's proof positive of the ability of the students, the abilities of the students, and the work that they do. So the students, some of, some of the students have gone on to graduate school. Uh, most of them are gainfully employed because the campaign, such as the one that the students do for LOPA, is really a calling card. It's really a portfolio and resume builder, all while doing excellent work in the community. You know, it's interesting because my students have told me in the past how their views have changed regarding different kinds of community issues mm -hmm. or how they have learned so much more about a community issue, such as the need for organ donations. And one of the funniest things, and really it's not so funny, is the, the, are the myths that surround LOPA. So the students are always fascinated once they do the research and find out all of the background information regarding organ donation, and they come back and say, Dr. Broussard, can you believe that we told so-and-so about LOPA, and that person says, well, I won't be able to have an open coffin, or some of the other things, or that, you know, their heart will be cut out on the side of the road if they're in an accident. So that's not funny, but the students do tend to chuckle a little bit when they find out that those kinds of myths exist, and that so many people hold on to the myths which then means that my students redouble their efforts in order to get the word out and to be proactive in signing up volunteers. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely something that we have all seen, just talking to students, talking to um, family members, hearing about those myths, and we definitely do agree that we um, can't believe that some of them are still floating around there. So we just really right. wanted to say thank you um, from all of us uh, as your students for helping us through this whole process and continuing this partnership with LOPA for so many years. And I think my excellent students this semester, <laughs> as well as every semester that I've been teaching and I've been doing service learning, because as I said, I see you all blossom from that first day of class where you're scared stiff to being real communicators and almost public relations professionals, PR pros. You know, you still have a little way to go in terms of being the PR pros because that comes with season, and you all are just getting started. So I tell you guys all the time how proud I am of you. I try to be there to brainstorm with you, to support you at various events, and to be a sounding board. So... It has worked out amazingly well, I think. So I salute my students. I salute you guys. I send you messages saying you rock. You know, like, what is Dr. Broussard trying to do here? She's trying to sound cool. But I want you to know that because you're working so hard, 
if I'm not at an event physically, I am there mentally, and I want to be in touch. And I thank Lori for being such a phenomenal partner in this endeavor. Mm -hmm. And it really does seem like a win-win situation for us as students building our portfolios and for LOPA because they get to use us as fresh new opinions and minds to get new ideas out there. All right, well, thank you so much for being with us today, Dr. Broussard. We really do appreciate getting your opinions and all of the information that you have acquired through the past couple years working with LOPA. You're so welcome. Okay, so now we have Courtney and Francesca calling in from Baton Rouge. Basically, they were us last year, and we have some congratulations in order because their campaign won second place in the PRSSA National Conference. For those of you who don't know, PRSSA is the Public Relations Student Association of America, and they were second in the entire nation. So, hey, ladies. Congratulations, ladies. Congrats. Hi, do you guys want to just tell us a little bit about um, y'all campaign last year? Absolutely. Well, first off, we were honored to be a part of the campaign and be chosen by Jinx to represent LOPA. It was definitely a growing experience. But last year, we chose the campaign title, Live to Give, because we felt like LOPA really just represented giving the chance for people to live. We hosted multiple table sits. We were in the LSU quad. We were passing out flyers. We targeted the Drivers Association just to really get the name of LOPA everywhere, out across all of Louisiana. Yeah, so Courtney had a mention we did on-campus events. We were part of at least 20 on-campus and off-campus events that were connected with LOPA or organ donation. And then our big event was Live to Give Louisiana. It was a free on-campus event, and it was just uh, to promote organ donation and the ever-growing need for organ donors in the state of Louisiana. So it was a free event for students. Um, we had giveaways. We had food. And so it was just, just a great way to network with students. And then we also continued with stewardship efforts after our campaign. So we had a design for the Rabelais Run for Life, for the poster and T-shirt. We did a car wrap design for the Rhodes Scholars Institute of Driving. We did a Reginelli's um, fundraising night. So even though our campaign had to come to an end, we still wanted to have, you know, our footprint to be able to impact organization in the state afterwards. And I thought it was really cool that through our entire process, we, re we were able to sign up 139 donors. And when you think about that, each donor that we signed up has the opportunity to save and enhance more than 60 lives. So by the time we finished our campaign, we really had made a huge impact, and we are so proud of the impact we make, and we know that we're a lifetime of LOPA ambassador. What would you guys say was y'all favorite part? Um, my favorite part was probably getting to meet all the people that have been affected or impacted with through organ donation, was it, whether it was physically or just a family member or a friend from school you'd be really surprised how many people there are that are saved from this, you know, gift of life that someone can give. So I just love being able to meet those families because you can just see how much their lives have changed because someone chose to give them the gift of life. Most definitely. Yeah, definitely couldn't favorite, agree more. My favorite part would probably be the personal transformation behind actually being a part of this because when Jinx told us that, you know, your client is going to be the Louisiana Organ Procurement Agency. No ifs and buts about it. This is who you're working with. I was like, wow. Okay, cool. So I've got this basically 
beg people for their organs. How am I going to make this happen? And in that first meeting, you know, it was amazing because Lori showed us this PowerPoint, showed us this information, and truly made me fall in love with organ donation because I was so uneducated and ignorant, essentially, of, you know, about organ donation. And it was amazing because that knowledge allowed me to, you know, fall in love and to essentially just make others fall in love. And I really think that is what made our made me so successful in, you know, encouraging Louisianians to sign up for organ donation. Why do you think it's important to spread the word about organ donation? I think it's important because what Courtney had mentioned earlier, through our campaign we learned how many lives can really be affected through organ and tissue donation. So more than 60 lives can be saved or enhanced through organ or tissue donation. So just one person signing up could have such a great impact on so many people. So we wanted to increase that, and we're so proud of the 139 signups we got through our campaign. Yeah, I mean, that's a great accomplishment. Over 123,000 people, you know, in need of an organ. So that's, that's the reason you need to do it. That's the reason you need to sign up and be a hero. It's just that simple. You need to help. There's no reason why somebody shouldn't sign up to help save somebody's life. You guys did such a great um, job with y'all campaign. Do you have any words of wisdom for anyone else looking to spread the word about organ donation? You have to be in it. You have to fully believe it, and you have to be proud of the work you're doing. Campaign projects are hard. Group projects are hard. We all know that going through school. But you really have to find a good group of people and work together with weaknesses and strengths and figure out where everyone, you know, lies in a group. What we really wanted to do is try and be as personable as we can because the emotions that are involved in organ donation, it's it's, it's, a, tough the, it's a tough topic, but it's it's the best part of it. It's seeing all the people that can be saved and seeing all the lives that can be touched through it and the lives that are connected. Um, so that's what we we try to do is make it as personal and conversational as we could. Yeah, I think that's something we would all agree with mm -hmm. when we did our table sits and all the stuff for our campaign. Thank you guys so much for calling in. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Congratulations on all of your success so far. Um, we can't wait to see what more you have to do. We enjoyed we, the bingo night the we other had, night. We had a blast at your bingo night. Mm -hmm. yeah, all right, that's oh. great. Thank you <laughs> all glad so you much. Had fun. You guys are doing a great job. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Y'all have a great day. All right, you all do as Thank well. You. All right, and for those that may not know, each podcast we take a time to honor our heroes for their selfless decision to dedicate their organs to people that may need them in the long run. And today we're going to be honoring Christopher Gregory. You can see his pictures and read his full story on lopa.org, Faces of Donation. So this story is coming from Chris's family. Christopher and Mark Gregory believe that the best things in life aren't things at all. Money meant little to Chris. He valued friendship, he believed in God, in family, and in loyalty. He placed a greater value in friendships with people than objects he possessed. It came as no surprise to anyone that Chris was a registered organ donor as soon as he got his license. Their family was on vacation and went one night at dinner or the conversation somehow drifted to organ donation. Of course I'm a donor, he said. Why wouldn't I be? What am I going to do with my organs after I'm gone? And then with a twinkle in his eye that was uniquely Chris, he continued. And besides, who wouldn't want this body? <laughs> that was Thursday before Easter in 2008. 
A few days later, Chris collapsed while hanging out with friends. He was 19 years old and a freshman at Loyola University, New Orleans. He was diagnosed with a brain aneurysm. Chris died through no fault of his own. He never saw it coming, and neither did his family. In an instant, everything changed. But that wasn't the end for Chris. Today, Christopher is a hero, and here's why. Mac, who received Christopher's heart, is alive today and keeps postponing his plans for retirement. It seems he's just too busy. And then there is Xavier, who has one of Chris's kidneys, and Carolyn, who has his liver. Each is Christopher in the present, not the past. Christopher is still a part of their lives. Christopher's heart still beats, his eyes still see, and his lungs still draw breath. And the love that he had for humanity did not get buried on that cold April morning when they laid him to rest. You can hear more about Christopher's story at Lopa.org. Wow, that was very powerful and very inspirational. So um, right now we would like to take the time to take a pause and say thank you. Thank you to Chris Gregory for his gift of life. And now we'd like to welcome Lori back. She has, She's going to join Woo! us back for our special episode of The Gift of Life. So uh, as we come to a close, we're going to welcome her back as well. Yeah, you guys have been just amazing. Like, I'm sitting over here in awe of the talent. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, but first of all, I want to thank you guys for the work that you put in. If you remember your final semester in college, for those listening, you're trying to work. Um, you're trying to put together a successful campaign. trying to have a life as well. Uh, it's just stressful. It's just stressful. <laughs> but you guys were always smiling, always positive, always willing to do more, and would always get excited when we'd reach another goal. So we know, um, Jinx and I talk about this a lot, we know that we pressure you a lot and we push you a lot, but it's because we love you and we know um, that you can excel, and you did. You did. And now, as you're trying to find a job in the working world, which is scary, Oh, it's very scary. Yes. Um, you have this to fall back on, and you did such a great job. So it's just been a pleasure watching all of you grow um, as people and as future professionals. So now we have, you know, Dominic, we have Alex, we have Savannah. Uh, we also have two other strong members of our team, and that's Tess and TT. They're joining us by phone. Hi, guys. So um, we just kind of want to talk to you about what this experience was like. So, Tess, I'm going to open the mic to you. Um, you're a golden girl over at LSU, um, been very, you know, busy in this, trying to trying to get folks and get the word out. So that's what I like. Everybody uses their own talent of where they are to do what they can. So um, talk to us about that, Tess. Yeah, it's definitely been um, a unique and rewarding experience, to say the least. I mean, I came into the class not really having any personal connection to LOPA whatsoever. Um, I was an organ donor, registered organ donor, but other than that, I really didn't know that much about it. And leaving this class, I definitely feel like it's something I will be an advocate for organ donation for the rest of my life. I now feel like I have a connection to it, and just through a class service learning project, um, it's something that I've learned so much about, and I feel like I'm confident enough to share the information with other people and educate people and something I'll do for the rest of my life, and it's, it's really neat. It's awesome. It's a really neat experience. And you guys are going to go off and make great successes of yourselves, and then we'll have LOPA partners all across the country, which is awesome. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so, TT, let's bring you in. Tell us about um, kind of your, your background, where you're a donor before. Did you even know about donation before it was, you know, dropped in your lap that you'll be helping us save more lives? 
Yeah, so um, actually, I was not a donor before coming into this class. Um, I didn't really know too much about organ donation, other than the fact that, you know, when you go to the OMV and you're getting your license, they ask you, do you want to be an organ donor? Um, I remember the first time I went and got it done, I was like, I don't really know what that is. I don't, you know, it's not, I wasn't really educated enough to know what it is, so I just said no. Um, I want to say that my, one of my favorite experiences was just hearing Wendy Lipsy come into our class and tell us um, her story, because I think just from hearing that, it made me realize, like, wow, like, I didn't know that organ donation really does do a lot of wonders for a lot of people. Um, and then I think after that, I just realized, like, I do want to become an organ donor. Once I, you know, we did the research, I learned more just from, like, what Lopa had to say about it, learning that you can save nine lives and that type of thing. Um, and so I did become an organ donor. <gasps> yeah, I didn't even class. know that, y'all. <laughs> you didn't know that? Yay. Yeah. That yeah, is amazing. <laughs> that is so, great. And then definitely from there, um, I was able to advocate more because, you know, like one of our main focuses with our campaign this year was the fact that, you know, minorities, there's not a strong presence on the registry. Um, and I know that it, it's just due to, like, culture and religion and different things like that. Um, I was able to get a couple more of my own friends who were just kind of big nose on it to be able to sign up, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, but, yeah, basically, I think after this, it was just a really good learning experience, um, especially because it's a service learning class. And I just am so glad to have worked with such an amazing PR campaigns group. Mm-hmm. And I know that they'll all be successful once they enter the work field as well. I love it. Listen to the confidence. I just love it. I love it. Oh. Um, I also love, you know, we kind of become a little family, right, because we're working it's early in the morning Damn or late night. at night. Damn I know, <laughs> I know. And we still like All each other, maybe. <laughs> so, um, but I got to meet Alex's mom, which I lost my mom a long time ago, so I love to see mom supporting children. And she was just so proud of you. But she said, hey, we have a connection to donation. Like, it's in our blood, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. So I actually had a little bit of a connection before I joined the group. Um, my mom was actually a bone marrow donor to her sister whenever they were young. Um, my aunt had aplastic anemia um, when she was very young. So she got the opportunity. She was a match her and her brother were, but she chose her sister to be the marrow donor. And she got to save her sister's life. And she now has three amazing kids that they're my cousins and we love them and that would not have been possible if it wasn't for a donation and um it's I'm glad I kind of got to give back through that way yeah that's awesome and then you and in, in your heart story from 15 uh, yeah so I went to the DMV at 15 and they were like do you want to be an organ donor and I just said yeah sure why not that I get a heart right and they were like <laughs> yeah and like I came home and my mom was like why'd you do that and I was like because I wanted a heart and I mean, that's how I thought until I took this class, and then I learned, and now I'm super passionate about it, and I'm definitely going to be a part of LUPA after this semester for sure. Passion, I love it. And Dominique, he's so shy. He just doesn't know what to say. (laughs) And I was was definitely just like Savannah. So when I went to become an organ donor, I just kind of wanted on my license, but I had no idea of exactly what that meant or what that process was like. But now that I'm an organ donor and I've been working with LUPA so far, it's been a great opportunity to be educated and learn about it. So just me going out and being able to educate people. So I know a lot of my friends, a lot of my colleagues, a lot of them just don't really understand, you know, how their process works and how you can be an organ donor. And there are so many myths associated. So I feel that's one of our biggest goals is to tackle those myths and uh, kind of let people know the truth about organ donation. And that way they can support organ donation and saving and enhancing lives everywhere. Man, I'm just so proud of you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
All right. So uh, that's going to be it for us, y'all. Thank all of you for listening, and thank everyone who supported us during our project, everybody from Dr. Jinx Broussard, our amazing professor, to last year's LSU LOPA crew that worked with uh, LOPA as well, and volunteers out in the community. Everybody has been so helpful and supportive throughout this entire campaign. And we just want to say thanks to all of the guests we had on today. We had Dr. Drinks, Broussard, we had Courtney and Francesca, and we also had Tess and TT, our group members. And just a second thanks to all of those who attended Music Bingo, who attended our tailgate and all of our different activities we had on campus during the semester. I'm so proud. I'm sitting here smiling. Thank you, Core Communications, because that's what you guys make up. The name is Core Communications. And thank you to those listening. Uh, everybody, let's thank them. One, two, three. Thank Thank you. you. And that puts another episode in the books. Thanks for supporting life. Go out and do something you don't normally do to help spread the word. You just heard what these students did, something outside the box. You can do it. It's a simple share on Facebook or something. Even Dominique's Grammy's going to do that, right? Right. Coming up soon. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to The Gifted Life.